Welcome back to Of Dice and Friends, your weekly serving of magic, mayhem, and misadventure. I'm Joey, your host and dungeon master, and due to some scheduling conflicts, we had to record the last episode pretty late in the week, so I've only had three days to prepare this episode, and after the last one, oh my god, what a crazy three days to try and figure out where to go from there. Thanks for that. <laughs> okay, first of all, I really feel like that was your sister's fault. But I'm just gonna put that put that on the table. Anyway, hey guys. Hey, I said the crazy thing. You guys agreed with it. I never That's agreed. Right. Yeah, I don't we, know. All we all listen to a chaos monster, and look what happened. I first off, I never agreed. I just went along with my family. You so punched you Emperor Kavis. He like started four. it, <laughs> and mean, you finished kinda. it. <laughs> Hey everybody, Nolan here, playing Mo the Monk still. He's two levels stronger than Tana, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> really? So you know something I was thinking about over the week? Everyone is always thinking about like what classes go best with animals, right? So you're like, oh, a dog is clearly a paladin and you know, all that stuff, right? Uh -huh. But why doesn't how come nobody thinks about like what vegetables would go with what classes? Like for example, a pepper would be a perfect ranger because it always habanero. <laughs> <laughs> that was brought to you by Holly Mac, our Patreon. So. No, don't encourage <laughs> so him. Do it. <laughs> You had Joey there for a minute because he was thinking, he's like, oh, yeah, that's an interesting I was concept. processing oh, that man. one. Got yeah. it. Well, I was too... thinking about what I was going to say, you know, for a druid, <laughs> which is so obvious. You know, it's asparagus. I actually don't think you should follow up on that. Let's just leave it there. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Greg, and I play JR, and uh, hmm, I didn't really think of anything. So, well, well I'm excited to go to Mount Orm. It's going to be nice. No big reveals are going to be for me there. I got no family. <laughs> You're so safe. I'm kind of happy. Yeah. I'm going to be happy there. Yeah. yeah. I have something I want to talk about. This is Rachel. Now that we're going to be climbing up. Right. I actually think it's really silly. This is what our 40th episode now. And yep. I, I still tell you guys that this is Rachel. Like, who else would I be? You know, like, mm -hmm. I'm not Nolan. I don't think anyone would ever confuse us. Anyway, now that we're going to be climbing up a mountain, <clears throat> I would like to talk about airplane boners. Because what? Yeah. I only recently Dude, learned that this is a thing that because of the pressure changes and blood pressure changes as a consequence, airplane boners are a thing. Huh. Also, mountain boners are a thing, especially the higher the mountain, the more likely chance you have of getting a raging boner. So as we're all climbing Mount Orem, I just want you guys to keep that in mind. It's a very high mountain. Huh. I I don't know if somebody tricked you or if something's wrong with me because I've, I've never experienced nah, that. True. I, 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 I am both proud and ashamed to say that I went down a little bit of a of an internet rabbit hole and I read like scientific articles on it. It is true. It is a thing. And I I would love to keep talking about it, but I don't want to get in trouble with HR. I got to schedule an appointment. <laughs> I, uh, I have climbed my fair share of high peaks. The last thing that I get when I'm at the top of a high peak is a boner. Just well, saying. That is really weird. Apparently, a lot of the guys who do Everest, because it's so high, it's, it's a thing. Would that extend to space then, too? If you were just climbing high in space without a spacesuit? Yeah, right. I mean, I would well. have to. Well, wait. If you're in space without a spacesuit, I think you would get an erection and then explode, right? Ooh. 
I, I, I assume it lists that as side effects. <laughs> blood if, vessels would rupture. You wouldn't explode, but your blood vessels would rupture. If there are any astrophysiologists who are listening to this, please email us at odafpodcast at gmail.com. We need to know. No, you don't have to. It's fine. No, you do. Uh, do I detect some sibling rivalry? Uh, I like this. Over no, an erection? No. 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 You no. no. no, you do. <laughs> Uh, this is Aaron, and I play Finney in the Elf, uh, who has also not experienced a high altitude erection. <laughs> okay, good. Not, good. not yet. I was going to say, then, what kind of life are you leading? Well, he hasn't gone to very many high altitude places, so this might be a first for him. You'll have to let us know. Definitely. I will, in the middle of combat, yeah. on the top of the mountain. <laughs> hey, guys, I have a boner. <laughs> <laughs> That seems appropriate. <laughs> All right. Hey, it's Sarek. I play uh, Heen the Scion, and I'll try and unrot our brains there for a second and maybe hopefully blow them a little bit. You're so, going to blow us? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Specifically, your brains. So I don't know if any of you have heard of Cherenkov radiation. It's the like blue glow that gives, yeah, like, that happens in nuclear reactors and stuff. So... Everyone knows the speed of light is the fastest speed in the universe, right? Nothing can go faster than the speed of light. That's only true in a vacuum. So when you get into a really dense medium, like the heavy water that's in a nuclear reactor, all of the different particles that are being emitted from the radiation actually can go faster than light in that medium. And so what the Cherenkov radiation is, is it's a... God, I couldn't, I couldn't remember the word there for a second. It's a sonic boom of light. You're seeing literally explosions of light in the same way, like a sonic boom, like with an aircraft goes by and goes as it goes by. So it's like a shockwave? Yeah. Interesting. So small Our, little fun fact to the first It's like day. it's blue shifting. That's what it is. It's not a red shifting. It's blue shifting a light, isn't it? Yeah, I guess that would like be. Like a Doppler effect, right? Is that would that explain it why it's a really intense blue. That would explain Are it. we a science podcast now? Yeah. We certainly could be. Okay. Erections <laughs> and explosions! I yeah. 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 Go hand High altitude hand. physiology <laughs> and the male anatomy. We talked about Cherenkov, Cherenkov radiation and the blue shift of light traveling faster through a with, medium that's denser than With that, vacuum. I'm going to propose a toast. Are you drinking that Mountain Dew because it's blue? I do like it because it's blue, yeah. You know, this is going to be a bad episode of Joey's Drinking Caffeine. Yeah. (laughs) Or a really good one. Well, I mean, they're both the same. I'm drinking Red Bull, but it's not red. What color is Red Bull? It's yellow. So Uh, many anomalies. It's a load of bull. Yeah. Huh. Okay. I don't know why they call it Red Bull. (laughs) They should dye it red. (laughs) They really should, yeah. Seems like a really big missed, like, marketing campaign. Yeah. Hmm. And it gives you wings, apparently. But I got my wings. Wow. I drank a Red Bull. You were just <laughs> waiting. You were just waiting to say that. <laughs> Here's to whatever gods you worship, because we're all probably going to be meeting them soon. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Potentially to, twice. <laughs> potentially to kill three of them. Chapter forty. Warm welcome. Aboard Ravi's stolen ship, Iris Isle vanishes beyond the horizon. You have escaped the gathering storm, at least for now. Jimbo, Ravi's timid and unusual first mate, approaches the party, rubbing his hands together nervously. Please reconsider. No one goes to Mount Orum. Do you, do you always talk like that, man? I, 
we've been on this boat before and I don't remember you, but now, like, I really remember you. Modus, we've had such long conversations. I feel like I'd remember that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How long is the trip to Mount Orem? It'll take 12 days, probably. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Do I not have a choice in this? Well, I mean, you can just hop off. We can figure out how to sail this thing. He considers it for a moment, <laughs> looking overboard. Trust oh. me, I've had experience with boats. Yeah, Much sinking smaller. them. Yeah, I won't sink this one. This one's too big. It's unsinkable. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Jimbo, please stay. Okay, please. We'll we'll bring you back some tiefling obsidian. If, if you can bring us there, it's worth a lot of money. Tana, make a persuasion roll. Uh, however... The, the diligent protector says your next charisma check is a seven. Okay, hang on. I do have high persuasion. Mm, not that high. Twelve? Twelve is just high enough. <laughs> Please just don't hurt me. We won't hurt you. Thank you. Probably. What? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> At least not on purpose. He will go return to the helm. <laughs> so how much is this rock worth? Less. And why didn't you tell me it was so so gold, luring, <laughs> precious rock? Are you drooling right okay. now? Okay, put what? your tongue back in your mouth. It's worse less than horseshit. I was just saying that. <sighs> Literally everything on Mount Orem is worth less than horseshit. No, seriously, Damn. make me more excited to go there. Yeah. <laughs> I only have 10,000 gold. We need more. Jeez. You have 10,000 gold? <laughs> you gave us 5,000 last time. That was a mistake. <laughs> you are such a hoarder. Well, you're here for 12 days on Fortune's favor. Uh, at some point during the day, I'm going to just grab all of us and, and sit us down in the middle of the boat. Okay, guys. So, okay, what are we doing? So, like, I understand we're going to Mount Orem. Yeah. Um,. Did we make the right call here? I, I just, I, I don't think we made the right call. This feels wrong. You want all of the souls to be missorted into Noctara and Vitara? No, I'm not you saying- You want to wake up in malice again? No, no, You want no. good people to go to bad places and bad people to go to good places? Look, all I'm trying to say is there was already a plan in motion and, well, we kind of messed it up and like- Okay, look, based on our past work history, yeah, we make things work, but they never work the way they're supposed to work. So you think you should be a demigod and stomp all over the continent? I'm just saying we replaced a dragon with well, a dragon. Hold on, Mo. We I don't know if we're making the right calls, people. <laughs> right now, we're just going to kill all the tieflings so they don't kill We're not going to kill all the tiefling. Is that why you think we're going to Orem? Wait, was that not the plan? <laughs> No, oh, we're going to kill oh, one that's tiefling. That's a great idea. Maybe three. Let's just go commit mass genocide. That's not going to end us up in malice. Oh, wait. Or we could just let Legal die or be killed by tiefling, and then who knows where we'll go. Okay, but see, JR's plan right there is exactly why I don't know if we made the right call. That's what he was thinking. <laughs> okay. Well, I meant let's, all the cultist tieflings. I just don't know which ones are which. We'll have to determine while we're there. You know there. what? Let's so just turn the boat right around and we'll go tell Ravi and everyone else that we should all be demigods and that we should have the freaking sword of evil lording itself over the planet. Does that sound like a better idea, Mo? Hey. You think I want to be going to Mount Orem right now? Seriously? 
I think Soul Render has made strives in changing <laughs> okay, his uh, personality. Okay. Let's let's all calm down here for a minute. Mo, I understand your hesitation. It sounded like you ha- possibly had another idea. Uh, look, all I'm saying is we had a whole thing laid out for us, right? And I don't... Look, I understand that it makes sense this other way, but like, uh, I don't know. At the same time, we kind of just literally betrayed everyone who had our backs. I just, I'm feeling weird right now, okay? I don't know what we're supposed to be doing. I didn't even want to get in that fight, although did you, just real quick, guys, bring it in real quick. Did you see how I fought? That was so cool. It was very impressive, yes. Right? God, you uh, should this- have seen what he was going to do. Was real bad. What? What do you... What do you mean? Don't by worry that? about it, Mo. Okay. Look, <laughs> Mo, of everyone on this boat and probably on this continent, I want to go to Mount Orem, least of any of you. But I can promise you, if Mardani is behind this, giving her free reign to do whatever it is she's machinating, it's going to be bad for all of us. So I feel really bad too. Ravi is. Ravi's the closest thing I've ever had to a a family but if we're gonna stop this then we're gonna be doing them a great favor I mean true 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 if the god of mercy is behind us and the book of omniscience said that they were we have to assume it's not a bad plan yeah also Mo when I when I got this uh change I saw some uh visions of everyone and I don't know if I can change them, so this could be the path that leads to them, or the not doing this leads to them. Either way, I don't know if the future is truly set or not. But wait, and also, wait, I'm out. sorry. What? <laughs> wait, no, no, hold on. You said you saw visions? Okay. Yeah. Like, well, you guys us? chat about yes. that. I Excuse me, and I'm just going to wander off and maybe try and fix my obsidian. Wait, like you saw visions of us? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, what'd you see? You can't just say that and then not tell us. Um, wait. Like, what'd you see of me? Of you specifically? Yeah. Uh, this is kind of cool. I'll, I'll look at Mo. Just a little tear runs on my You were learning to read, and I'll walk away. Oh, that's... I get to learn to read? I'll look up to Heen and give him a huge thumbs up. <laughs> I'll look right past him. Oh, you're looking at me? Yeah, I get to learn how to read. That's pretty cool. That That is cool. Uh, I wish you luck in learning to read. I wonder what the first thing I'm going to read is. I'm going to scamper off before he can ask me to teach him. (laughs) And now it's just JR and Finian awkwardly standing there. The rest of the party is left. I'm always awkward. (laughs) I'm always awkward. So, Uh, how's the weather? (laughs) It's very nice weather for a sail, isn't it? Yes. Oh, Mo, did you call me? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it is it like awkward between you guys? Because the last time you guys were alone, like Finian was enamored with JR. Is that the last time they were alone? I wow. forgot about that. You guys haven't that. gotten over that? <laughs> it seems like it. The weird part is I don't think we were actually alone. Do you remember I was a snake? <laughs> uh, yeah, he was grabbing your snake repeatedly. Yeah. 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 And then I was enamored of him after that, too. Do you remember? <laughs> Even in front of the group. I think that we're was awkward. Need, we need therapy. Yeah. Beatdowns. We need anyway. a Finian JR adventure. <clears throat> I like it. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I don't think we've ever been. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. That's a really good. I mean, most of the time, Finian's alone anyway. Well, 
as far as other people. <laughs> uh, funny enough, JR's vision regarding Finian was just the two of them. The three of you were specifically oh, yeah. missing no in that kidding. vision. I, I, I specifically say that the three of them are gone. So oh. I guess, huh? I was oh yeah, so, wow. we wake up and then everyone's and, missing. Yep. He's a wolf, and he's a wolf trying to find them. Yeah, yeah. that was weird. I, not planned because someone else wrote that. So that's amazing. Huh? All right, it is written. Yeah, it is written as is fate. Uh, a, f- a few days pass. Are you guys up to anything interesting, or should I just keep going? I mean, I guess I'm learning to read, so that's hey. cool. <laughs> but Heen isn't teaching you. Jimbo's teaching me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta have a reason to keep Jimbo on the boat. Right, right. Yeah. This is the letter P. This is too hard. I quit. Did you say, did you say B, P, or D? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm, I'm uh, every day uh, I go for my exercise, which entails turning into some sort of large uh, ocean-going creature. Okay. Uh, and trying to determine which one is the fastest. <laughs> are like Mo and JR taking bets on the side of the ship? They can do whatever they want. This is just my, you know, daily constitutional go out for a swim. Of racing yourself is different Basically aquatic seeing animals. What, yeah, which one, you know, has the best stamina, you know, you know, keeping in practice. I'll just be watching Finney and be like, hey, I think he's evil. <laughs> um, I... I really am not doing much. I'm basically just sat in the corner of the boat, trying not to look at the water, trying not to think about Mount Orem, trying to fix my obsidian through constant prestidigitation, which isn't actually doing anything, but it's making me feel better. So, you know, it's a real party, real party over in my neck of the boat. You know, I'm kind of used to Tana being sulky on a boat, especially (laughs) because even no matter where you are on the boat, you're going to be covered in salt at the very least. But this yeah. is probably pretty different, so yeah. I'm going to go up to her. Uh, Tana, I know you're often salty on a boat, but... Boo. I look up at the stars, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> but are you doing okay now? Um, define okay. Okay, no, I see. <laughs> I mean, I... I swore I would never go back to Mount Orem. I swore it. I I risked everything leaving, and now I'm going back there, and I still have these holes in my memory. But anytime I try and probe them, I just get this dread and anxiety. Like, I just want to throw up, and then I do throw up because I'm on a boat, and it's just... I'll sit down next to her and put my hand on in the vomit. No, she wants to vomit. Oh, oh So okay. hopefully not yet. I already vomited. It's okay. I'll put my hand on your uh, leg and just kind of pat a couple times. Um, Thanks. The thing I received during the ceremony was not necessarily power, but understanding. And I didn't realize I had such holes in my memory, but they were... Not holes of my own memory, but holes of existence itself, of my race, of my people, of history and of truth. And so that must many of have them, been one hell of a fruit. <laughs> yes, it was a reason I was um, more restrained than normal, if you couldn't tell. Hmm. Um, anyway, perhaps I could use this 
understanding now to help you smooth over yours. Maybe, I'm sure they're just stuck somewhere deep within. Do you think it would help? Um, well, what you find in your memories can make or break you. Uh, when I first came to my senses of what I was doing for the Seekers, I lost my mind entirely. I roamed the woods for months, years. I, I know not. I was more animal than anything at that point. But mm. when I did come back out, and I did come back out, I was more whole than when I first started. Still very holy, full of <laughs> holes. But I don't think I lost my mind or even my memories. The worst part is I think they're still there. I just think I pushed them so deep, I don't know how to get them back. And if I go that deep and I do get them back, I guess I'm afraid of what I'll find. I made many connections with Gith, likely both alive and long since perished, when I ate the fruit, I feel more capable of reaching people. Perhaps we already share some level of connection and maybe now we can go all the way in. You won't leave me, right? Never. Okay. So you're trying to uncover memories that you've tucked away, is that right? Yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll be of some use for where we're going. Heen, why don't you make um, a psionics check? Alrighty. Well, the natural roll's a three. <laughs> However, because I am a gith and I did just kind of go through the ascension, I'm assuming I get the plus 13 for that, so that'd bring it up to a 16. That's not bad. And because Tana is helping, she wants to uncover these memories... Well, I wasn't planning on showing this last bit yet, but uh, here we go. Thank God I have some notes about this. Empty white space from horizon to horizon, except for this soundless black bonfire that rages before you, Tana. This is all you see. Wordlessly, as it has before, it asks for you to extend your hand. Now, before you answer... Tana, Rachel, uh, know that in doing this, you'll remember something horrible. Uh, are you sure you want to reach out? No. Okay. But <laughs> Scene ends. <laughs> <laughs> but Heen's with me, right? Yeah. I'm still holding his hand. Okay, then, yes. Heen, you watch the memory unfold before you like a spectral observer, but Tana... You experience it. You stand in the cavernous center of Mount Orem, platforms of dark gray stone, the only safety against the bubbling magma below. And in the center of all of this, on the largest platform, is the obsidian monument of Elgith, the demigod of Pandemonium. You've, that guy. you've seen this statue many times. All around you stand Tiefling, wearing robes the color of brimstone and obsidian. Among them, of course, is Mardani, who doesn't even spare you a glance. Instead, she's just looking to one of the others. Well, 
What are you waiting for? Bind her. Um, a pair of tiefling jump into action uh, and move to grab you, Tana. Let me go! They do not. <laughs> and Mardani, still not paying attention to you, looks to Karzire, who, of course, is still alive at the time of this memory being recorded. <laughs> he walks onto, he walks into the center of the platform, dragging a beaten and bloody boy. Uh, he's skeletally frail, and his skin tone is more sickly pink than the usual tiefling tone. Uh, the boy doesn't even struggle against Karzire. No. The moment you voice that, a spark seems to go off in the boy. He, uh, he, he begins to struggle now, punching Karzire with weak fists. Karzire only laughs as he shoves him to the ground near the foot of the statue. Let him go! Mardani rolls her eyes. Must you always be so dramatic, Tana? Mardani, don't do this. Please, you can't do this. I'll do, I'll do anything. I will be anything you want me to be. Just, just let him go, please. <sighs> oh, Tana, I would never make you do anything against your will. If you want, we can call this all off now. But if we do, who's to say what Karzire will do to him? I'm just shaking my head. There's no way out of this. If I fight, he dies. If I don't fight, he dies. Donna, this has already happened. You only need to watch. You don't need to make that decision again. I don't think I can watch this again. I'm here. Just keep going. It won't get worse. As uh, you're brought to the center where the boy is laying, Mardani calls out to you in what you assume is her reassuring tone. Don't worry, Tana. This is your birthright. I'm ignoring her and just looking at the boy. And tears are pouring down my face. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. This is all my fault. He... He looks up at you with, with timid eyes, but they, they bloom with... with comfort as you join him in the center. It's all right. It's not your fault. It's my fault. Let us begin, Mardani interrupts. All around you, the robed tiefling begin chanting in unison as thin lines of fire spread across the platform. It, it takes a, a moment, but the lines form uh, a magic rune that you don't recognize. And this is with you and the boy at its center. As the chanting crescendos, it turns to screams. All ten tiefling combust, the fires burning so brightly that you have to look away. And then the light fades just as quickly as do their bodies. But the fire remains turning black. Where there were once ten tiefling, there are now only ten bonfires that roar with the ghostly wails of, of agony, of bliss, exhilaration. With nothing left to eat, the dark flames spread into the rune itself, uh, slowly spreading across the lines and turning them black as well, all the while racing closer towards you and the boy. Uh, he looks up at you, eyes filling with tears, and his expression reads terror. Sis, I I'm scared. Look at me. Don't be scared, okay? 
where you're going, there's no pain, and they can't hurt you anymore. I where, promise. Where I'm going? I, I wonder, I wonder which, which path I'll see. I, <laughs> Someone with your heart, you're going to a place of goodness and light. You don't have to worry about where you're going. Wherever it is, I'll, I'll, I'll wait for you. From all angles, the fire reaches the center, igniting both of you. Agony flares through your veins, and every thought is just obliterated. The black fire eats away at your brother, but his ashes don't drift away. Um, instead, they flow towards you, mending and any burns left across your still-ignited body. He gives you a final, gentle smile. Don't cry, sis. Our souls are entwined. So I'll, I'll always be close. As your brother dies, so too does your pain. And then the dark fire, along with the lingering souls of the sacrificed tiefling, are sucked into your pores like light into a black hole. After only a few heartbeats, you're left alone in the center of the platform. No evidence of uh, your brother nor the ten cultists. Not even a scorch mark left to remember Kai, your frail twin brother who died so you could become a weapon. So that Mardani could recombine the power split between the two of you. Her cackle grabs your attention after all of this, and she grins widely at the ritual's success. She says something to you, but it never quite reaches your ears as consciousness leaves and the memory ends. I, I will sit bolt upright with a wheezing gasp. His name was Kai. He and I remember his name was Kai. And he was my brother. And he died because of me. His, his name was Kai, okay. And you tried to help him, but couldn't. I didn't even try. There was nothing I could do. I didn't even try. But you just said there was nothing you could do. I still should have tried. I could have died with him. I could have died instead of him. Except Mardani wouldn't even give me... She wouldn't even give me that. She wouldn't even let me die. Perhaps Kai died for you. You said, or at least I got, that you are one half of that... Were one half of that puzzle. It could have been you who died the agonizing death. But it is you who lives. Perhaps he gave himself for you. <sighs> Ian, I, what am I doing? I can't go back. I'm walking right into her hands, whatever I am, whatever she made me to be. But she killed him. She killed him in cold blood, cackling. And that will not have been her first nor last victim. I it have to kill her. I have to kill her. We yes. have to kill her. Yes, I agree, but we have to do it calmly. That is what the distinction between a monster and a justice truly is. 
if you can come to peace with that, even though the vengeance is going to feel so overwhelmingly good. You think killing my mother is going to feel good, Hain? Killing my mother for killing my brother? I guess that is an experience I cannot resonate with. I'm glad for that. When we go, I just need you to promise me one thing. And what is that? We won't leave until she's dead. I can swear that. This far north, the sea is dotted with jagged gray islands that stick out of the ocean like teeth. And the sky is almost always stormy. So the first few days of the journey are treacherous yet successful. But on the fourth day, the ship's dangerous rocking brings you all up on deck where you find yourselves in the middle of a horrid storm. Jimbo helms the ship, but struggles to see in the pouring rain and mist. All the while, rogue waves crash into the ship, threatening to capsize it. To make matters worse, the changing winds blow the mast in every direction, preventing you from reaching safety. You suspect you only have a minute before the ship capsizes, and you're out here in the middle of the ocean. A minute, of course, is exactly two rounds each, because there are five of you. In order to stop that from happening, you'll need to do three things. Improve Jimbo's visibility. Stop the cresting waves from slamming into the ship and set a course. You each have two rounds to succeed in all of these or the ship will sink. Mo, oh gosh. you're up first. Damn it, JR. <laughs> Hold on, let me see what I saw. <laughs> in the future. Okay. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> let's just run through this really quick again, Joey. What were the three things we have to do? Improve Jimbo's visibility. Yep, can't do that. Okay. That requires one success. Stop the waves, which requires two successes. Okay, okay. And set a course, which requires three successes. You know, interestingly enough, fun fact, monks are good at a lot of things. I, I don't think this is one of them. <laughs> so I'm going to look around the boat kind of panicked here. There's only one person I really know who's had sailing experience before, so I'm going to run full speed up to JR. <sighs> captain, my captain! <laughs> what am I supposed to do right now? Uh, ready the dinghy. <laughs> <laughs> Captain's orders, I'm going to run over to the dinghy and start getting it ready. <laughs> Make a sleight of hand for me. Okay. <laughs> this boat is tight. <laughs> That's actually not bad. That was a 19. Hey, you prepare the dinghy. <laughs> you got a success, but in none of the tasks necessary. <laughs> JR. God, I have nothing for a boat. JR, it's first time you've been in a storm since Strymir's passing, and it's lonely not hearing his, his whispers in the wind. But you, <laughs> you do feel like he left you a parting gift, a bit more power over storms, and you learn... The control winds spell. Ooh. I will cast the control wind spell. I will try and control the wind so to go against the wave. So the wave will rocket this way. I'll control the wind to hit it on the other side to counteract the wave. Okay, you're using it to stop the to wave. Kind of balance the boat. Okay. The waves, the rogue waves have been reduced by this, but some are still hitting the deck, hitting the ship, crashing into it. Tana. I know what direction the ship was supposed to be moving in, so I'm going to 
cast a line of fire in that direction, which will one, help keep Jimbo on track, and two, <laughs> it'll help dissipate some of the fog and clouds that are hanging like directly over the water. I like that. Will you make, what would be the check for keeping a straight line of fire? Um, Tana, make a performance check to keep this line of fire accurate and clear enough for Jimbo to follow. 15? That's pretty good. Okay. You hear him yell something. It sounds, you can't make out what he's saying, but it sounds good. Sounds like he can see where he's going now. (laughs) I'll just use the rest of my turn trying to concentrate on that fire and also making sure I don't accidentally catch the ship on fire. (laughs) Uh, Finian. Is it dark or is it just rainy and... It's it's Vitara, so it's always day. This right. is during the day, of course. Uh, but yeah, the between the thick clouds and the heavy rain, it's certainly darker than if there were none of these things. Mm. But you can see. So I think Tana's uh, action solved the problem of seeing where we need to go. I cast Control Water, and my attempt here is going to be to try to reduce the wave height and maybe the direction of the waves so that they're more manageable for Jimbo. Finian, make a wisdom nature check. Uh, 16. 16 is just enough to reduce the incoming crashing waves. Now, Jimbo has his vision back and the waves have been soothed all around the boat, but you still need to set a course. Heen. I'm going to, I'm gonna project up a knife and I'm going to cut the mast free entirely. So I'm just going to run it down the blade, run it straight down the cloth, and cut it all completely free. Uh, Make an attack roll for me. Okay. Hmm. That's part one of it, by the way. Uh, Nat one. Oh, no. Heen, your next missed attack is a 12 from Ricky. Oh, wow, Ricky, you might save the ship. So I cut the sail completely free. It flutters off into the massive windstorm, and I'm going to use grow on my psionic projection. I'm going to reshape it into a sail itself. Okay. And I'm going to anchor it to the parts of the uh, the boom and the mast that I have left. And I'm going to try to aim it wherever Jimbo wants it. Jimbo, what direction do I point it? Please, straight <laughs> ahead. And he points. I'll turn it to face that direction and hold us steady. Uh, Mo. Uh, currently, I am looking for my seatbelt in this dinghy. <laughs> I've never been in a dinghy before, there's, so I assume there's seatbelts? There's no seatbelt. Well, this is just dangerous. Then. That's very dangerous. I'm yeah. going to make myself a seatbelt. The point <laughs> is to keep the ship from sinking, not flee in a smaller ship. Do, I'm a monk, lady. I have <laughs> nothing I can do here. You want to know what I can do? I can hop in the water and run away. That's all I'm capable of doing. Can you carry a tiefling on your back? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm just I'm straight just chilling in this dinghy. Okay. I have zero faith in whatever we're doing. Well, well, Jr., it's up to you. Okay, I will control the wind around the one of the sails. Hit it forward. Make an Arcana check. I need to see if you are powerful enough to do this while also keeping the waves at bay. Twenty-one. Nice. You continue helping Finian subdue the waves, and the boat is almost on course. How are your sails doing, Heen? Could I help you create a thermal to keep us buoying forward? I suppose I've never tried sailing with psionics, but 
Go for it. Okay, then I'm gonna do something really counterintuitive and I'm gonna create a bonfire on the boat. I will be able to hover it a little bit above the wood. <laughs> but the wood's wet. We're okay. The wood's no wet. No one is face palming over here. I'm, I'm just saying I'm, I'm in the dinghy. I'm creating a bonfire on the boat from which a pocket of hot air in the form of a thermal will help pushing the psionic sails forward. Things you can only say in D&D number 12,008. Wow. Uh... That was a brilliant idea. Make a survival check to see if you set the boat on fire or not. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. 23. You guys. I got a 17 plus 6. Yay. I, not only do you successfully not set the boat on fire, but your incredible knowledge of thermals uh, works. And you guys managed to sail right out of this storm without... <laughs> any failures without anything failing. I need you to know how motivated I am to not end up in the ocean. The rest of the journey goes without much incident. It's quiet and simple, which is a really nice change of pace from the insanity you've all endured over the past week. Your time in Yabu's rise was stressful, to say the least. After another nine days of open ocean, the volcanic island known as Mount Orem appears on the horizon, its smoke and ash concealing the sun. As you enter that shade, you feel a weird mix of both heat from the mountain and chill from the sunless wind. Even the weather here, though calm, somehow managed to be chaotic. Beautiful. As the ship slowly approaches, you see no dock, of course. No one comes to Mount Orem. <laughs> But there is a long slab of igneous rock that could work as a pier. A single tiefling stands at its edge, watching you approach. And Jimbo sighs. Oh, this isn't gonna be good. So when do we start killing tieflings? I see one now. Right now. Let's do it. First of all, you should not say that in character, because you are supposed to be under the god of mercy. Malice. Hey, mercy, step aside. Also, we're supposed Everything to be goes. good noodles. Death is the greatest mercy you can give anyone. Oh yeah. So there's no more suffering. Especially an evil tiefling. Stop talking about tiefling genocide. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll just, and I'll lean up out of the dinghy. I haven't left. <laughs> For nine days. Oh, yeah, I saw you casting fire on the boat. I'm staying in the dinghy. Captain told me to, to ready the dinghy. It's been ready. I'm so misunderstood. <laughs> I like wake up yawning. Eh, hey, this is awful. <laughs> this is where you're from, Tana? Home sweet home. Who's that guy on the not dock? Uh, I can't recognize him. Oh, yeah, that's... Uh, Zarf. His name is Zarf. Oh, yeah, that's Zarf. That's a name, huh? So, hey guys, I was thinking maybe we should probably take the dinghy over to the island because I know how some, you know, tieflings are with boats. And I think if we leave this boat out here, they can't get to it. Well, they'll burn it, yeah. So, let, hey Jimbo, do you want to chill out here with the boat and wait for us to come back? Please don't make me go further. So, I guess as we're rowing over to this, this slab that's their dock, I'm just going to kind of look to everyone. As I'm rowing. So, what's the plan? What are we doing here? I don't know, but I know we gotta act chaotic, so I'll take my hat, turn it inside out, and put it on. 
That, <laughs> and then put my shirt backwards. That is true. <laughs> that is that is true. I was thinking about chaos. This. Wow. And yes, we're definitely going to want to lay low. And on Mount Orem, that is kind of counterintuitive. So, yeah. Greg looked around so proud of himself. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pointedly ignoring JR. I'll be rolling backwards. Are we going to. I'm I'm walking next to the dinghy because I chose to cast water walk on myself. <laughs> Nobody else wanted to. I just thought it was fun. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm just walking next to you, fools, as you're struggling rowing the dinghy. Smart. Very chaotic. Yeah. I like it. So, um, yep, sorry you didn't choose to walk with me. This is much more pleasant than rowing. So, um, before we actually make a plan, we need to understand who it is we're going to try and kill. Uh, could C- Tana? Why do you keep saying kill? We're not killing tiefling. We did just make an oath to kill your mother. Oh, one tiefling, yeah. Yes. And then I'll, I'll suddenly remember that like Mo has been in a dinghy for nine days, so <laughs> I never actually filled anyone in. Just on... straight sunburnt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I will very quickly, like in a totally monotonous, like I'm not going to feel this emotionally voice, tell you guys what Heen and I saw. And then I'll just go quiet for a minute. Ooh. Okay, so now I'm starting to understand why you want to deal with Mardani. Okay. Yeah, I I have to kill her, Mo. Well, and if Mardani is leading this cult that wishes to destroy Logal, best to cut the head off the snake. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anyone else associated with this cult that we will have to stop? One way or the other? It's been a long time since I was there. She normally has acolytes surrounding her, but those acolytes are plotting behind her back anyway. So I do think cutting off the head of the snake should be enough to plunge them into, yes, chaos, but enough where their plan can't go through. So few of us have laser-sharp focus to make anything actually happen. So... This Mardani, um, I doubt she comes with limited powers. I doubt it'll be easy to find her and kill her. Find her will be easy. She's always at the forefront of everything. Kill her is a different story, which is why, and I know this sounds crazy coming from me, we can't go in guns blazing. We need to go in and lay low. And what that means on Mount Orem is acting chaotic and outrageous because if we're quiet and actually laying low, they're going to spot us instantly. So break things, kick things, um, insult someone's mother, anything you can think of, and just find that sort of happy, chaotic medium place. Like me. Just act like me. Walk on water when you could be in a dinghy, yeah, for I'm example. On I throw the oar. <laughs> <laughs> I'll push the dinghy. Actually, this feels kind of good. <laughs> like, as we're getting dinghy, closer. The dinghy's kind of fun. Circles. I see why you're addicted to it. <laughs> like you're rowing one oar and I'm like trying to push the other side of the boat. So we're just going in a circle while I walk on the water. <laughs> I will say as much as I'm trying to avoid my own chaotic power, as we get closer and closer to Mount Orem, like it does feel like soothing cucumber bomb and it's really nice and the chaos is great. Uh, Mo, earlier you asked about that weird feeling, I've realized what it is. It's freedom. I felt it as well uh, a few weeks ago, but I didn't think much of it. We've always had someone 
have a plan for us, and for the first time we see ourselves as our own masters. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> oh, no. I'm glad I could help. <laughs> <sighs> so what are these tieflings like? Pardon my out of breath, it's hard pushing you. <sighs> you know we've got in three circles, right? <laughs> I'm working against this idiot. He's throwing <laughs> in the wrong direction. So, Chaos. Um, okay. What are tiefling like? Have you ever seen a very young child completely drunk on ale? I, I don't think kids are supposed to be drinking ale. Well, well when you're unsupervised, you can. Okay. Really easily. Well, two comments. One, uh, that's common on Mount Orem. Ah. Um, and two... That's sort of what tiefling are like. Uh, very curious, um, hard to keep their attention on any one thing. So, uh, oh. so Finian should probably not really say anything. Keep things short, keep things interesting, um, keep things chaotic, and they'll be your best friends. Unless you make them mad and they might stab you in the eye. But that's pretty clear, right? Is it uh. standard protocol to stab them back? Yes. Definitely, but in in a more interesting way. Like they stabbed you, so you should be more creative with how you're going to get them back. Otherwise, it's kind of stale, you know. Like stab, stab, stab. No, it needs to be more like stab, gouge, burn, toss trip. them into volcano. See, now you're getting it. Uh, okay, hey, I call a, that escalation. How do you have a culture or a civilization like that? <laughs> Don't answer. <laughs> uh, it 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 works. It works surprisingly well. Uh, we keep things fresh. I love that this conversation is happening as you're rowing to Mount Orem instead of during the 12 days leading up to this. <laughs> hey, we're trying to keep it thematic. <laughs> you gotta embrace the chaos. Uh, yeah. You guys are doing great. And Tana, almost as if right on cue, your obsidian crystal, the one on your staff, begins to hum an erratic melody. I can feel it vibrating through my staff. It's resonating with a horrid eagerness, like it's calling out to you to give in. Oh, I don't like that feeling at all. I think I'm going to keep that to myself and probably just not try and deal with that. It makes oh. sense. God, this is horrible. I have to I have to disguise myself, which means using a spell. I have no choice. Okay, I will cast Disguise Self. I'm going to make myself look... Um, just like a, a regular human. So my, okay. my tail and my horns will go away. No need to roll. Because Linda said your next chaos roll is a 15. So you're Ooh. safe. Yay. Thanks, Linda. Well, if we're embracing chaos, I shall sing the song of my people. <laughs> it sounds better in your mind. He swears. I grab Heen and throw him in the water. <laughs> Inevitably, eventually, you actually do get to the makeshift pier. Hmm. <laughs> well, I'm going to walk up to Zork and like just slap him in the face. <laughs> Good evening. Good job. <laughs> Even though it's... Wait, is it morning or... What? First off, you got his name wrong. <laughs> and it, uh, at this point, it's probably close to evening. Yeah. Good morning. And yeah. I'll slap him. <laughs> I'm, I'm still in the boat flashing you a thumbs up. He, the the tiefling stands there, surprised by your entrance. This guy, his black hair is a tangled, greasy mess, and he clearly hasn't shaved in quite a while. But he is smiling from cheek to cheek as his tail wags with pure enthusiasm. 
and he looks to all of you so excited. Hi, I'm Zarf, but you can call me Zidrak, or you can call me Zarf. Either works. Uh, who are you? Ah, oh, shit, an elf. Are you here to make grass grow? Oh, 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 oh. Do you know what a fruit is? Uh, oh, of course you do. You're an elf. <laughs> Silly me. Yeah, can you make those grow here? You have the power to do that? That'd be awesome. Oh, sorry. What was your name again? You want to have fun? I've got something in this pouch that I think you're going to love. Yeah, what? Yeah, he'll reach I out. I pull out a really it. gnarly looking mushroom. <laughs> he will immediately ingest it. Wow, that was a really bad move on his part. He's going to have a great couple of days. Does he need to make a constitution save? Do I or does he? You, him. Why was oh, you? I, why was <laughs> you? I was like, well, maybe. I, maybe I it's so chaotic here. You I, make oh, the save. He needs a, he needs a constitution yeah. save. Uh, yeah. He rolled I? a seven. Oh, he failed. Okay. <laughs> He's going to be tripping balls for a couple of days. But don't we need him to, like, take us around? I mean, it takes 15 minutes to kick in. You could just give him a shiny no, mushroom. No, I really fucked him up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going with the flow here, folks. Okay. <laughs> Wow, this is exciting. Where are you guys from? What What are you doing here? What is your names? Have you told me your names yet? At this point, I will step off the boat and I too will give him a customary punch to the gut. <laughs> He'll slap you back. <laughs> Rubbing my cheek. Uh, we we heard really wonderful things about Mount Orem. And oh my God, you were talking so slow. Uh, can someone else answer, please? God, I've been away from this place way too long. I'll say under my breath. Sorry, let me get back into regular speaking. So we totally saw this commercial about this tour uh -huh. that we could do here, uh -huh. and then uh -huh. we thought about going on a tour, and then we did. Wow, there's a tour here? Yeah, well, no, we were going to do a tour, but then the tour guy wasn't there. He was dead, and so we decided to just take ourselves on a date. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That right, makes totally. Sense. So yeah. can you give us a tour? We want to see Orem. Uh, sure, sure, <laughs> sure. Come <Okay>. with me. <laughs> Oh, I'm Zarf, by the way. Did I say that? Or you Zedrak, said Zedrak, Zedrak, right? Not yeah. Zarf. Zedrak. Well, well, my mom called me Zedrak. My dad called me Zarf. They never really decided on which one to go with. So, you know, whatever works. We got about 10 minutes till he starts going absolutely nuts. This will be a fun tour. Uh, this will be a fun tour, everybody. Uh, this is Mo and... Uh, he, uh, it, it doesn't matter. He doesn't care. Trust me. He has already started walking, and he's talking to you guys, like narrating can, sights as if you're behind him. Can we have one of the first side effects of the mushroom be violent hiccups <laughs> while he's trying to talk to you us? You want me to RP that? That was <laughs> so <laughs> much. That was very funny. And then have him cracking up at how funny they are. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Durgis didn't come with us, by the way. Ah, smart. Oh, I should probably mention that as part of the disguise self, since I can also disguise my belongings, that my obsidian staff uh, looks like just a regular walking stick. Not a dildo or... <laughs> now I'm rethinking my choice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, okay, just a walking stick. Okay, not, You're not a sex toy merchant in disguise? <laughs> that That'd would be, be very chaotic very here. weird. <laughs> well, Zedrak slash Zarf leads you up the side of the volcano, passing by dozens of tiefling groups along the way, each dancing or conversing around their own fire. Many of those fires act as open spit rotisseries for various animals, and based on their positioning, not all of them were dead when the roasting began. Ugh. And that's not even the worst of it. You see Tiefling aggressively enjoying carnal pleasures just out in the open. Alders dueling to the bloody death just for the sake of it. In one case, you even see a Tiefling straight up torturing another, though it's really unclear if the one being tortured is in agony or rapture. Huh. Most, however, just dance, eat, drink, and or snort some kind of gold substance. Generally speaking, you don't see a lot of malice. It's mostly just reckless abandon. That being said, 
many tieflings stop whatever they're doing to join you. By the time Zarf leads you to the gaping hole in Mount Orem's side, you've accumulated no fewer than 30 tiefling who are just showering you with questions, all while planning an impromptu party to celebrate the exciting arrival of new strangers. They don't see new people very often. This is this is the, the best day ever for a lot of them. Yeah. I turned to him. Pretty cool. How did they get anything done around here? I'm going to eye the uh, pig spit that's near us, and I'm going to take a slice off of it before turning back to Finian. Uh, you assume they have a civilization. Meanwhile, I'm just at the back of the group. Like, the more we walk, the more I'm kind of shrinking and darting furtive glances and, like, checking and rechecking that my disguise is still, you know, active. So this is Mount Orem. Uh, it's the mountain in the center of Mount Orem. <laughs> And he continues talking. Give it, I mean, none of what he's saying has any importance, really. But uh, it's he's doing his best to be your tour guide. And he, he shows you into uh, this cave, which smells strongly of sulfur and brimstone, although none of the tieflings seem to mind, of course. And there are no torches for light, since they can see fine in these dark caves. Conveniently, so can the rest of you. Even Mo, the only party member without dark vision, huh. finds his eyes rapidly adapting to the situation. Mo, you now have dark vision. Whoa, cool. Zarf turns down various caves as if he has any idea where he's going, his hiccups echoing throughout. Before turning down one, however, he does create a small fire in his hand, and most of the congregation does the same. There are places in Mount Orm so dark, not even the fire can light it. Anyway, we're almost there. I hate you, Finian. <laughs> <laughs> um, by this point, after almost starting a fire in my palm like the rest of them and then quickly putting it out, I've jogged up to uh, Zarf. Uh, so, like, hey, man, who totally runs this joint? And where is that person? Are we going to get to meet them? Yeah, oh, the leader, that's a... Uh, and then he trails off as his gaze goes to the fire in his hand and his eyes go wide as he stares deep into the flame, completely God enveloped in it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to push him really hard on the shoulder. Hey, man, question. Oh, Remember? Oh, hey, where leader. you come from? Huh. Yeah, right, right here. Yeah, hi. Leader. Who's that? Are we gonna meet them? Where what? are they? Who? Mardani? Yeah. Uh, uh. Uh. I don't know. Is that is that her name? Oh, I don't shit. know her name. You don't How know? would I know her name? I wouldn't know her name. Oh my god! You're so right. I'm so, so stupid. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be Mardani. She. You know. She. I. I don't know that she leads. We don't really do leaders here. Um. <laughs> he gets kind of nervous. Like, don't don't talk about leaders. We don't like that. We like freedom here. You know. Oh, um. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'm. I'm sorry. My apologies. Um. The that that person, Mardani. Uh. Okay. Yeah. Is she even here? Is she here right now? Will oh, she she's around. Here? Why oh. you want you want to see her? Uh, uh, She'll uh, be excited to, to meet new people. I don't think we need to meet her. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Hey, what's that? That's a shiny thing. Look at that stalactite. That's stalactite, right? Or is it stalagmite? He looks in the opposite direction that you're pointing and looks to Finian, and he, he comes over to you. Hey, you have more of those shrooms? Yeah, do you like the one I gave you? Do, do you have different kinds? Can, mm -hmm. can I mix them? Or I can... No, you shouldn't mix them. Not without... Well, yeah, here, have another mushroom. I give him a different one. <laughs> Is this, a, is this really a different one? I, I can't tell. I, I never really looked at the first one. Fine, just try it. You promise this? This is this better? Definitely better. No, no, it is. What? It is very bad. It would be possibly lethal without taking at least two more. Do you have two more? Oh, he has many more. 
I'm not sure. I'll give you a couple of dried. Here, just take two of these as well. It'll counterbalance the effect of the first one. You'll get a nice, even, whatever. Just enjoy. Finian, you're not killing him, are you? No, of course not. No, you can never have too much drugs. And if you do, (laughs) you just overflow and share them with the people around you. (laughs) So the two that he took in combination with the other one are going to cause violent projectile vomiting within about an hour. (laughs) Okay, great. (laughs) And probably some sort of uncontrolled flatulence as well. That's very exciting. Which we yeah. do expect you to RP. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> An you hour swing from my now. Taco Bell beforehand, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I don't know, Tana. This place seems pretty cool, don't and I'll call be looking up the... as I elbow you really, really hard. <laughs> I'll be in too the distracted ribs. with the cooked meat and orgies. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> they also have gold powder. Yeah, I know. I, I'm thinking about staying here. Yeah. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> I hand out some mushrooms to some of the other yeah, party goers. There's, the congregation has kind of begun swarming you. Yeah, they, I've got I've got party favors. Yeah, okay, time. great. You're yeah, you're bringing, very quickly it. becoming a fan favorite yeah. among the party. Excellent. As you get deeper into the cave, the fire's light dims. Uh, it's as if the darkness is smothering it, though the flames themselves don't get smaller, and the smell of brimstone is replaced with that of death. Uh, you, you pass the source eventually, a flayed corpse of a tiefling woman left here to rot. Ugh. Many stop to gawk or even laugh for a moment before continuing on. Zarf seems completely unfazed by the carnage and just keeps walking. Uh, I changed my mind, Tana. This place sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eventually, he brings you into uh, a larger cavern, this one with a bunch of uh, tables, uh, makeshift tables of of dried out wood and stone and the tiefling go about essentially just they dive right into a celebration straight into partying are you saying this is a dinner party there is dinner yeah a lot of people brought their boar and whatever other animals they had okay i'm gonna bring everyone in for just a quick side huddle uh guys you remember what i said about tiefling dinner parties yeah you told me to spill my drink on people no, Mo. I said don't drink anything that's given to you. Just keep your guard up. Tiefling dinner parties never go without some big dramatic hitch. Oh, what about- cool, cool, cool. What if I've already... <clears throat> what if someone hypothetically already had two shots? Finian, keep an eye on him. He aren't might you, be dead soon. Aren't you immune to poison? Oh, yeah. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> what about that delectable pig over there? See, I've been... Seriously, after everything you just saw, you still want to eat meat here? Yeah, why wouldn't I? Okay. That looked amazing up there. All right, (laughs) off you go. Go wild. There's nothing for me to eat here. This is really frustrating. Thank God Turgus isn't here. Actually, (laughs) my lips are curling into a smile. Hey, for the first time, JR, you see that that big hunk of meat over there, the stuff that's rubbed in that like dark red powder marinade? Yeah. Yeah. Go eat that. You'll really enjoy it. I promise. <laughs> um, I probably should also mention that that spice is the spiciest thing you'll ever put in your mouth, and it'll burn all the way down your GI tract. Did I forget to mention that? He's a dragon. He can take. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. His constitution got worse. Actually, your constitution <laughs> might have actually gotten worse. Oh, didn't yeah. It. it- yeah, I is that the it. one that lowered? Okay, that's oh, funny. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but it's okay. I cast absorb elements. So. 
<laughs> so I'm building the fire up as I eat it. Wow. All right. Well, while Mo is taking shots of shot, what's probably shot, poison, shot, shot. and JR is eating the spiciest stuff known to any creature ever, and Finian is passing out a bunch of drugs to party goers. Oh, yeah. I guess I'll just head over to Heen. I'm, I'm hoping that the drugs I give them will kind of calm them down. The ones I gave them are sort of like a mellow mushroom. No, we want to amp them up no, more. No, no, no. You can't give mellow drugs to tiefling. It just amps them up more. You have to give them amplifying drugs, which will calm them down. Uh, it's too late. Oh, we're in so much trouble. Okay. Uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> so good. Uh, so much for the plan then, huh? Yeah, well, they are fitting into tiefling culture a little too well. I'm going to discard the slab of meat I had taken for later. Mm-hmm. I don't want to eat it now. I've seen some bad <laughs> shit here. Yeah. Um, I guess I should keep an eye out for Mardani, but I'll also be hiding behind Heen, as yeah. I do. You don't see Mardani, at least not yet, but you do see a lot of your step-siblings who are here, and, you know, a lot of them really don't like you. Yeah, a lot of them make Calyx look like a sweetheart. So, should we engage in the chaos to keep uh, appearances up? Yeah, sorry about this. I'll reach over and grab the nearest goblet of like this thick blue liquid and I'll just dump it on top of your head. And then I'll slap you, but I'll try not to slap you too hard. As she does that, I'm gonna, I'll blink with my one eye as the liquid goes down, the blue liquid drips down my face. And I'm gonna find the nearest tiefling who's walking and I'm gonna conjure a bunch of marbles underneath him <laughs> to watch him slip. And I'm gonna make a point to laugh. <laughs> there is grand applause, applause from everyone watching for only a few seconds before they get distracted by other things and move on. Bought us a couple seconds. <laughs> You're doing great. I'm almost out of energy. I'm going to pass out soon. <laughs> use, uh, use that other tiefling's uh, loincloth to wipe the stuff off your face. And then uh, insult his mother when you do. Your mother is very dry. <laughs> <laughs> what a gift insult. <laughs> wow. Ew. Zarf followed Mo to where he is downing shots. He's he's impressed. What is the worst thing that you can imagine? Uh well, the worst thing the worst thing I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. I'm not asking me. Well, listen, the, the worst thing I can imagine is the whole weight of the world on your shoulders as you're trying to figure out what the right way to go is, and your friends are taking you in the other direction, and you don't know if it's... And at this point, I'm grabbing his shoulder, like, shaking. Yeah, his eyes are I, wide. I just... I don't know if we're making the right call, man, are we? Oh, fuck! <laughs> A firework is going to go whizzing by you because I just lit it and sent it in your direction, and it's going to explode in a shower of neon purple sparks Meanwhile, while you're all looking at that, I'm going to untie one of the piglets that's, you know, strapped to one of the rotisseries and watch it scamper off. Free! <laughs> Go find Durgis. Wow, wow, okay, okay. That, that's a lot to take, but I, I don't know. I think at the end of the day, we got to remember that we're only here for a little bit of time in the in the day before, you know, the dark takes us. So we just kind of have to enjoy what it means to be alive, you know? But man, listen to me. What if the dark is taking you twice and you come back and you just keep coming back? <laughs> Well, that's exciting, because you get to try new things every time, right? Huh. Nope. It's the same old, same old. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst thing. Boredom. There's nothing worse than that. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, JR. He's having a bad trip, man. <laughs> uh, promise me. Promise me. 
You won't let me ever get bored. Huh. That, listen, man, that's a big commitment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Just don't ask the elf about our adventure, and you'll be fine. Don't beeline to the elf. <laughs> oh, no. Pushing past the, the crowd that has amassed around Finian. Oh, yeah. He gets to me, but I'm not me anymore. I'm a, I'm a wolf, and I'm howling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm entertaining, oh, no. a I lot of this. A lot of the tiefling are howling with you. Beautiful. There's no story time tonight. Okay. <laughs> I'll be like, wait, wolf? Oh, no. I'm rubbing the growing ache in my temples. <laughs> and also, unfortunately, you notice that your disguised obsidian staff is, is calling out to you louder and louder. Yeah, it's really... I don't know what's making my headache worse, the guys I'm here with or <laughs> this obsidian. But we need to find Mardani fast. And then it occurs to me, I don't know what we'll do when we find Mardani. I really need to learn to think ahead. Uh, a female tiefling will approach you, Heen. She'll ask, What are you? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a gith. I'm like you, but green. You smell wet. <laughs> you do as well, and I don't want to know why. <laughs> 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 That's because the love in my heart will burn forever, like all love should. Speaking of... Shall I you? I'm going to turn to Tana. More of that drink, please. I'll hand it to you without I'm gonna question. I'm going to splash it in her face. Now you're married. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. You guys are in love now. <laughs> the... The next 20, 30 minutes pass like a blur. This is just madness. Uh, just flashing lights and, and conversations and nothing makes sense. And you nothing you hear or do make sense. It's madness. Until Tana, um, you notice, finally, in your, because you're remaining ever vigilant, the tiefling don't really react. They're still distracted by the party. However, you see Mardani enter the room, looking regal as ever. Uh, My heart stops at the sight. Her heart stops. Mine starts racing. Wow. <laughs> she takes in the room, expressionless. This is just expected. This is nothing new for her. Until her eyes finally rest on yours and that is where we'll continue next week Oof. thank you all for listening to our podcast and a special thanks to our greater deities Ricky Zin Zinda Ricky, <laughs> Linda, Zach and the Diligent Protector our deities Vic, Alleycat, Malpomony, Pete M, Jason, and Indy. Our Celestials Ironjaw, Holly Mac, Ride Andre, Little Lib, David Green, Virgil McClurkin, Chris Kremkow, and Nick. Our heroes Dave H, Chris Matowski, and Catgirl. And all of our adventurers, if you want to affect the story like they do, come roll with us on Patreon. Uh, and another thanks to SD Way Gaming for supplying our dice, of course. That's all I have for today. See you all next week. Bye, guys. Bye. So anyway, Madani, is she saying? <laughs> I oh I mean, God. yeah, actually. <laughs>